Hello and welcome to Aetherite Radio, Gamerscape's Final Fantasy XIV podcast. I'm Fusion X. Joining me tonight, we have Steak, Bryn, and Zanidra. What's going on, guys? Hello. Hey, hey. Just uh, reeling on the PS4 news and yes. going to talk some Final Fantasy. <laughs> it unfortunately isn't related to PS4. Well, kind of. They announced yeah. an announcement, which is awesome, right? Why can't we actually have announcements that have information in them anymore? It's like, well, you here, know, it's like here's, a count, here's a site with a countdown. And after that finishes, it has a date. And then at that date, we have another countdown. <laughs> like, it's, come on. <laughs> solid info. New, P- new, uh, new Final Fantasy D3. Okay. Big That's surprise. That's it. Okay. <laughs> um, this past week in San Francisco, uh, Naoki Yoshida, along with uh, other members of the Final Fantasy XIV team, uh, were on a media tour. Uh, and I got the chance to head out there and uh, sit down with them. And I got all the juicy details to share with all of you wonderful people. Juicy bits. Lots oh, of juicy yeah. bits. Oh, yeah. I'm getting scared over here. <laughs> you should be. <laughs> you're, not, you're not the only one. <laughs> just, just that voice when you say juicy bits. That, it's a little scary. Um, <laughs> so I'm sorry. Uh, there were a couple parts to the... Uh, to the, the session I was at, uh, first came the presentation. Uh, we all sat down. The venue for this was actually really cool too. They kind of uh, dressed it up, and all, it looked. Uh, it had a very like Radania vibe to it. Uh, and you can see some of the screenshots, or not screenshots, because that's real life. You don't take real life screenshots. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you do. I don't know. Been gaming too long. When <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm taking mental pictures right now. Instead of like the Google Glass <laughs> thing, you just take pictures as you're walking around, right? Life screenshots. All right. Um, so those are cool. There's a couple of those scattered around uh, throughout the uh, posts that are up on the site right now by the time you're listening to this. Um, for the presentation, uh, Naoki Yoshida went over a couple different points. Uh, the series in general, Final Fantasy XIV, 1.0 versus 2.0, uh, A Realm Reborn, and then the PlayStation 3. Yes, there is a little bit of uh, PS3 news for you guys. So not a whole lot, but there's enough to make, you know, enough... What have we had about the the PS3 so far? Like nothing. Whole lot of it's coming. Zilch. Please look forward to it. Here's a picture of uh, Yoshida next to a PlayStation 3 console. Yeah, <laughs> presumably <laughs> the beta Presumably the screen on the TV is also from the PS3, but we cannot <laughs> confirm nor deny that at this time. Um, there's actually a video out now. Um, you'll be able to see it's in our presentation article on the site comparing the PC and PS3 versions. Be uh, gentle. Be gentle. Be, gentle. Be, be very, very gentle. And we'll talk about that in just <laughs> a few minutes. Um, so starting off, uh, we were shown a video. It looked uh, almost like a extended version or combination of all the in-game footage trailers that we've seen so far, like the Limit Break trailer. Uh, it was then revealed that it was video from the benchmark. So that's cool. Remember the Woot. benchmark? Everyone's like, "Yeah, beta. All right, beta's coming." And and people are like, "No one, no, one, no one's sitting there like, wasn't the benchmark supposed to come out?" <laughs> Nobody has said anything about the benchmark. Benchmark. The, uh, We're all too excited. Well, yeah, and I, but the nice thing about it for those who uh, who are who, who are not going to be able to get into beta, the benchmark is going to be something that they can put on their their machines and know. It'll for give sure. them it'll give them something to do, right? Yeah, here's here's a morsel while the rest I'm, of I'm bored. Uh, I don't have anything to do. All my friends are playing beta. I'm just going to go and run the uh, run the bench for a few times. <laughs> That's really sad. It's like new high score nine thousand. You laugh, but you know there's at least one person out there doing it. Oh, I'm sorry. There's plenty of time to get into beta. Don't worry. Um, beta, uh, beta, nah. beta starts on Monday the 25th. We can mention Ooh. that there while I'm messing that up. Uh, Benchmark, <laughs> on the other hand, comes out on the 22nd. So really, really, really soon. Um, probably right after the next letter from the producer live, which is also happening on the 22nd at 3 a.m. Pacific. So if you don't like to sleep, you can uh, <laughs> stay up. Or if you do like to sleep, you can go to bed early and wake up with the ass crack of not dawn and uh, <laughs> do that. Unfortunately, I already wake up at the ass crack of not dawn for work, so I'll be getting home just as it's ending. So oh, good. <laughs> hope you guys enjoy watching it because I'll have to wait four weeks for the translated version. Um, I think I'm gonna hit the I'll hit the highlights at, when I wake up that morning. <laughs> I mean, they, they usually get the some of the good stuff, right? But there's always yeah. like little the little things in there. But anyway, um, 
So uh, Yoshida went on, talked about the uh, the series in general. It's shipped 100 million units over the last 25 years. That's a lot of units. Mm-hmm. That's that's over 9,000 units. Over 9,000? Another. Really? That's like two nine thousand really? jokes in the span of five minutes. Did we make that? They had one. They had one of those on the dev post too. The with mm-hmm. the yeah. when they showed the benchmark score. It was ashamed over, of you. It's over nine thousand. So ashamed. See, that's, that's, why, that's why I made it. it. That's why I made it because it connects back to that post, and we just uh-huh. the bench. I'm just that smart, is what it is. <laughs> um, he says that um, Final Fantasy is the most important global franchise for Square Enix, and stressed uh, the global aspect of this game by saying that at launch. Final Fantasy XIV A Realm Reborn will be available in several languages, starting with English, Japanese, German, and French. He did say starting with. Um, whether that means they are looking into more languages as they go on, I don't know. Um, but four languages at start, that's what they have now for uh, for 11. That's what they had initially with 14. So mm-hmm. you guys are still good. Um, with Realm Reborn... The team has been working over the last two years to completely redo everything. Graphics engine, servers, battle system, user interface, and the map system. Everything has been redone from scratch. Um, it's a Redoing this, an MMO like this, it's a first in the history of MMORPGs, but it's one that the company had to do. They say that Square <laughs> Enix will never give up on Final Fantasy, no matter what. Five new expansions confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> they are very dedicated to to trying to to save this well, franchise. The, 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 the new like well, obviously there's no uh, confirmed for uh, expansions, but the fact is that that uh, commitment well, they're, they're, I think communicates to me the player that I'm going to I'm going to be in this in this thing, and then the the idea that expansions were coming down the line says that this game is going to have legs and we're behind it because mm-hmm. there'll, be, there'll be people on the fence naturally who are like, well, do I really even want to bother with it um, if it's not going to you know be around? But I love that commitment. That, well, look that at it. Look at it this way. Me. Initially, when when um, when fourteen came out, um, and back back in my day, fourteen was <laughs> named Rapture, right? People are like, I must spit making water a my Bioshock nose. MMO? No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> But back then, it, it you know that game was in, about, in development for like five years, mm-hmm. and so in two, in less than half of that, they've redone the whole thing from scratch. That's how much effort they're putting behind a Realm Reborn. That's also good, the good leadership in Yoshida, you know, mm-hmm. from from his uh, vision and perspective of being able to do that, and Square Enix being able to you know to have that ability to back him up. Exactly, I'm, I'm excited. That's why they keep having to hire people because their workers are dying. Just <laughs> <laughs> dying oh. off. They just throw them out the window, bring in the new batch for recruits. Oh, they're working. Don't welcome that, coder. Don't at least, at least, <laughs> like bring a stretcher and a body bag. You don't just throw them out the. It's like, what are all these bodies doing outside on the street, outside of Essie's office down here? What's going on? Yeah, what's <laughs> Well, you see, the first 14 bombed, and oh, that's terrible. Uh, but there's a lot of people talking about it. Um, I don't think they uh, are releasing numbers for uh, how many people actually have working on the game. Um, because it would be a lot. It would be they it keep would dying. Be a lot. <laughs> they well, you've got even <laughs> as, as, a, as a developer myself, you know, I've actually kind of put a lot of thought into this. Is that I, I sit here and think about it? Is that you've got you've got a lot going on. Not only are they building the game, but you also need to be building future content now. It's like you know they can't be sitting here and, and just building for yeah. release. They're, they're well, building and- for next year, and so you have to have a team that's like, okay, we're working on this. I need you guys to work on uh, these quests, this storyline, and so they've got that you know future vision. But yeah, you need those people working you know on that. So it's I, I would I would love to be able to spend a day in their offices and just see how crazy running around going crazy losing your mind yeah. oh yeah <laughs> so, i mean when you think about it it's not just all right you know it's just a bunch of guys making content they redid the entire server architecture yeah. um the uh graphics engine is using elements from their next gen engine luminous so that's mm-hmm. kind of mixed in with you know what they had from crystal tools a bit and they don't they don't even have a name for what it is like we're asked mm-hmm. to like we had the crystal tool <laughs> We had, we had White Engine, which was Crystal Tools. Now we have Luminous. So, like, what is this thing? They're like, we don't even know. It's just, like, this is all this stuff. We're just making stuff. We don't even well, have a name. It's custom for, it. for 14. Yeah, it is. And that's I think that's the key. They pulled those great uh, engineers off of Luminous. Yeah. Not off, but they said, okay, here, 
build us something in that line, but it's going to be for right. 14. And I you think guys are making pretty things. Come over here and help us make pretty <laughs> things. Precisely. And it's wonderful. Like these screenshots, glorious. <laughs> they, they look good. Um, and, and the real test will be how that scales to lower end systems. I yeah, think. agreed. Um, we had another video uh, that we were shown out at the event. Um, and when I say we, I mean I, because mm-hmm. no one else was there <laughs> from Gamer Escape. But, you know. There in spirit. They were, they were there in spirit. Um, talking about, uh, they were showing comparisons between version one and A Realm Reborn. Um, stuff like, you know, they've added a lens flare effect to, like, you know, sunsets and stuff like that. Um, you know, the night sky looks cooler. Um, like, old and new versions of some areas. So we have, like, uh, Buscaran's Fold, which is now uh, Buscaran's Druthers. Uh, Morby Bay, which is now the Morby Dry Docks, which we've actually seen concept art of before. We just didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've seen an area outside of Old Da now. Uh, where there's uh, been like a little like encampment of people that uh, they're like training at and stuff. Uh, I actually saw a little glimpse of that back when they released uh, those teaser images for the uh, the benchmark. For those of you that remember that, like they're like that's all done. There's like a group of people out here. Like what's going on? Yeah, that's that that place I just talked about. <laughs> little, little details like that. Um, Lots of little details all over now. Um, you know, once they decided they were going to do a Realm Reborn, one of the things Yoshida said is they want to have, like, landmarks in each area, right? They want, like, areas that, you know, like, little bits and pieces you look at. You're like, wow, that looks really cool, you know? So there's lots of little things like that scattered around each area. Um, so it's not copy-paste. It's not, yeah. It's <laughs> It's definitely not copy paste. It's not a lot of just like flat terrain. There's a lot going on in these areas, so it looks pretty cool. The water has been redone. Um, I know this was talked about after they. It was uh, the Gridania video they showed. They're like, they don't. The guy doesn't want to show in the water yet because it's not done. But <laughs> we'll give a glimpse at it anyway. The water in a Realm Reborn looks amazing. Um, we do have an image of it. Unfortunately, it doesn't really do it justice. I can't remember if there's um if they show water in the in the video, uh, the videos that we have or not. So you'll watch them anyway. If there's water in it, look at it and say, "Wow, that's really cool." Fusion was right. Um, I don't know. I think the image. I mean, you don't really see. Obviously, you don't see movement. I mean, you can you image, can look at it and you're you like, look at it and you're like, "Holy crap!" It's not just like a, a big like you know liquid body of ugly. It you know yeah. it doesn't look horrible, you can but see through it. once you it's can start like to kind the of tropics. right, once you can kind of move the camera around and stuff, you're just like, nice, you know, like it looks it looks really good. Um, in a realm reborn, there are three story arcs. Uh, the main arc, which is kind of the whole story for a realm reborn, consists of the consciousness of the planet uh, forming into the mother crystal. So there's a t- there's a keyword for you, mother crystal. Uh, and then the crystal will then speak to the players. So that's, we already got some of that. Yeah. So uh, if do, you like do you think or does it talking to you? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> do you think or anything that it might relate to that voice that we heard, like in one point oh? Maybe. Uh, yeah. Because when you and, know, it's like, and a, I'm not just saying it in that tone because it's like, yeah, that's totally it, and I'm just messing with <laughs> it. I have no, you know, I think that's that's yeah. a good point. It, it very well could be. I was like, because they, they kind of the one point of storyline kind of was like, and scene. You know? Because they'll do, a little, they'll do a little bit of the music, and then they'll hear this voice. And I doubt yeah. it's just like Susan Calloway's like, hey, what's up? This is Susan Calloway. <laughs> the planet has been seen so, how much for of a, three years. Could that be, right? <laughs> and then in the first expansion, the Mother Crystal manifests, and it's Susan Calloway. <laughs> right? I have a song for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The things we talk about. Um, the second story arc is Grand Companies versus the Garlean Empire. This is this was kind of a given. Mm-hmm. Um, had noted that a very important keyword for this story arc is Warriors of Light. <gasps> what a strange new development no, they, we've never they, heard of before. No, they plugged a franchise keyword. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 you know, to, to be fair, um, I think this is something that we're going to see a lot of. Um, for a realm reborn, um, the idea is, uh, you know, let me pinch in one more arc, and because that's like the next thing right after here. The last story arc is the primals. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, which feed on the life force of the planet and have grown in both strength and influence since the appearance of the giant dragon in the Pokeball. <laughs> or behind it. it. For those of you that have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, Some people still may have no idea what you're talking about. Well, watch, go watch the end of an era. Go watch the go watch the end of an era. If you haven't seen the end of an era, I just I don't know who you are anymore. I probably don't yeah. know who you are anymore anyway. I don't have like a full list of like <laughs> Like Bob Smith, listen to Eighth Rate Radio. Hi, Bob Smith. I know who you are. I don't have that kind of information at my disposal. So. I do like that they're. <laughs> that would be weird if I did, wouldn't it? I have gotten more people who have either know that I play the game or have you know have in the past come and started asking me questions about it after watching that trailer. I had um, there was somebody on the forums the other day. I for, I don't even know what what thread it was in. Someone's like, I saw Fusion X, Idling, and Juno. I'm like. Okay. <laughs> like, I, I, I was idling in Juno. Okay. Celebrity idling. Right? It's like people are seeing that I'm idling in Juno. That's okay. <laughs> oh, you know um, what the weird thing? I named myself the same thing uh, as I did in 14 in Guild Wars, and I've had people in Guild Wars ask me about 14. Wow. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Right. That's crazy. Wow. That's strange. That is, that's, wow. Huh. I, I play Guild Wars so casually that we're, I don't think anybody knows. We're me. like we're like <laughs> e celebs. Strange. Um, it's like hey hey don't mess with me I'm I'm internet famous. <laughs> right yeah exactly. Meaning not really famous. <laughs> no what, not at all. What was what was the South Park they were making uh, when they were making the YouTube videos? Hypothetical dollars. Hypothetical dollars. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like hypo- we're making like hypothetical money, and there was like an office to like cash it in. And then there was like all the YouTube stars there. There was like the chocolate rain guy, the laughing baby, and they're all waiting there for their checks. <laughs> Butters did the uh, what, what? I have not. Butters seen that. did the the what what in the butt video. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Anyway. We should get back to the focus of the episode. <laughs> That's what people are here to listen to. I um, was going to say, I like that um, they're actually going to do uh, an entire arc with the primals because they kind of touched on some, you know, deep underlying story with the primals yeah. in 11 and then never even really went back to it. Right. It's so just kind of like they're here. They're like celestial avatars and stuff and Diablo's dreams and, and dynamicses. Mm-hmm. I like that there's a lot of like you said that the, the three arcs you have kind of have the main fourteen arc, but there's a lot of there's a lot of variety arc. in it. Yeah, agreed, and I'm I, that excites me kind of. Because I'm excited the things... for, for primals because mm-hmm. I mean, and we had these mother crystal aside, we had these story arcs already in 1.0 um, mm-hmm. and stuff like you know coming from you know a background of like playing eleven, you know they introduced Garuda. And your first time you see it, she's, like, totally messing up a hamlet. She's, like, got tornadoes going, and she's, like, killing people. And you're, like, damn. You know, like, <laughs> What's your problem? People are, people are dying. Yeah. That was, that was, that was actually a really good uh, lead <laughs> into her fight. I really enjoyed that. Nice. So, uh, update benchmark is going to be available today. <laughs> like so right now? That, I just got an email. Yeah. So, today. Uh, as of recording nice. or as of posting? As this will be this will be the last piece we put up uh, um, um, today. Cool. This, is, this is weird because we're like talking because we're recording tonight, posting tomorrow, um, <laughs> posting everything you know a couple hours apart. So this will be at the end of of that. So everything will be up by then. But yeah, so bench is available today. There you Yay! Go. <laughs> I don't know if I'll edit that or not. It's just kind of funny. It's like, hey, by the way, <laughs> um. Going back to the stuff we were supposed to be talking about. Again. Um, back to storylines. It was said that pre-rendered cutscenes will be included in the game. Pre-rendered cutscenes. Shiny, shiny. Yeah, so not just like in-game, oh, hey, there's my character standing next to that NPC that I think is attractive but will end up being like, you know, 16 yeah. later on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not that I'm, you know, referencing like, you know, certain female characters in Eleven or anything. I wouldn't do that. Um <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure those uh, kind of immersive cutscenes will still be in in 14. I'm sure, uh, but these are pre-rendered mm. cutscenes. These are kind of like a staple of the Final Fantasy series, so they will be in 14, which is really cool. Uh, we were also cool. shown some new concept art. Um, we've already heard that Amon from Final Fantasy three, not not Hein, it's Amon. I know a lot of people are like, but he looks like Hein. Well, they said it was Amon, so it's Amon. Um, in addition to Amon, we'll also see. Um, characters that have also appeared in the Final Fantasy franchise in the past, including Gilgamesh, 
And the final boss from Final Fantasy III, Cloud of Darkness, which is... Ooh. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know where Ooh. these guys are, are going to appear. Uh, we also saw Kate Sith uh, concept art. However, um, if you guys remember a while ago when they just kind of had this flood of, like, here's concept art, uh, there was a Kate Sith design in there, which was actually the design from Final Fantasy XI. Um, Yoshida introduced Kate Sith on this part of the presentation as being from Final Fantasy VII, and it had more of a like a like a plush doll kind of feel. Um, it wasn't like this like the small kind of like tiny. It was still like a taller version of it, like a cat. Well, Kate Sith in Seven was like a big well, stuffed Kate, like Kate puppet Sith. kind of thing with mm-hmm. a cat. Yeah, on the, the top. big the big thing was the was like a doll. The actual Kate Sith was like this little teeny cat. Like the cat on top, yeah. But they were they were Kate Sith. It wasn't. It was like Kate Sith controlled. Yeah. So like, think like just. I don't know. It's weird. Think of the eleven one, um, but just it's it's still like that tall kind of slender version, but it's a little more. It looks like a plush doll. I don't know if this was like a like a pet version of Kate Sith or not. Um, We've followed up. We're gonna we're gonna ask about that, and we'll get a post up uh, when we hear more information about that, along with some other. Uh, clarifications from our interview, but so Kate Sith is still in, so that's cool. Um, they're still interested in uh, bringing the gold saucer to Final Fantasy fourteen. We don't have a date or anything like that yet. Uh, it's just you know it's still on the table. So I hope they stick that right there in the Monk Guild. <laughs> what? Because uh, it's what was the name of it? You guys remember the name? Think of the casino. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I got it. It started with a P. Something that pugilist? No, no, no. The actual like guild had a an association type thing it was with. Oh, I I don't know. There was like there's like literally supposed to well, be a I'm casino assuming, there because they've said that if if they do like an expansion, right? Like you could do like sea or you could do sky, and Yoshida's like sky, right? Mm-hmm. So we'll have a new race, probably the Dummy Humans with with the sky expansion, and then if you think seven wasn't Gold Saucer just kind of like way up in the sky in the mountains? Yeah, it was. so that would make sense. It was like, that would that would fit. Um, Yoshida platinum says, Mirage. This is a Platinum Mirage. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, maybe. I think he's going to use Gold Saucer name though, because they want to plug the name. Platinum mm-hmm. Gold, Precious Metal, Plat- Platinum Mirage Saucer, <laughs> Platinum Saucer. <laughs> um, Yoshida said <laughs> that uh, being a big fan of MMOs himself, he wants to take the best elements from MMOs and he wants to marry them with the best elements from Final Fantasy. Uh, I like that. Yeah, that's I like that too. That sounds good. Um, we were shown a video comparing the PS3 and PC client. Currently, the PS3 build is only 75% optimized, so there is a little bit of suffering on the frame rate. Um, however, um, coming from a big Final Fantasy XI background, I was really worried about the PS3 version initially. Uh, I feel a little bit better now that I've been able to see it in motion, even though the, the frame rate is kind of, you know, bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's being, like able to, being able to kind of see it in motion a little bit, it, it does kind of make me feel a little bit better about that. Um, they've been working closely with Sony uh, so they can push the PS3 to its limits with A Realm Reborn. And as we all know, uh, simultaneous launch for PC and PS3. Um, regardless of what console you're on, you can play with players, you know, wherever. Um, accounts are also cl- uh, cross-platform, so if you have a PC account and you have a PS3 account, um, or the games, rather, you can play the same account on them. Um, PS3 is going to start uh, beta testing with Phase 3. Yes. So, there you go. Um, we also saw a video of the gamepad user interface. Uh, this is going to be up at the end of the month. Um, basically just kind of Yoshida walking around on, on a character and saying, all right, and this is actually, um, there was a developer's blog post too, where they're like, we're making a video. <laughs> <laughs> like, Oh, is that the controller? UI? That, well, that, this is the video that we saw. Um, up and down. will target party members left and right. will target everything. Um, there's the um, cross hot bar now which has uh, 16 slots on it that you can customize however you want. Um, you can add abilities, uh, emotes, and macros onto this bar. So, a little bit of everything. I hope they um, revitalize how they actually make macros 
primarily because unless like I, I mean coming from 11 and even at 14 you have to really know what you're doing well, to make and, a macro keep, keep, i didn't really use macros at all in 14 i in 14 i used maybe for gears for, gear for, for, for jobs gears. for jobs yeah, yeah jobs uh and we have gear sets now so we don't need those anymore yeah. uh, i think an example they gave is you know if you want to you know, like some some text related stuff, you know, like if you want to throw in like, hi, or, you know, like, oh, my God, sleep that mob, you know, like you can do that as, you know, have that as a macro or something. It's um, going to be, I think, real critical for like, uh, you know, PlayStation, um, you know, players that way they can have those yeah. uh, commands and those easy, quick, you know, hey, do this or help me or, you know, rather than like trying to fiddle with a keyboard or, or, or a <laughs> Lord forbid a on screen keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> Use your PS Vita to be your Final Fantasy XIV oh, no. keyboard. Confirmed. Oh, no, I'm just, boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> confirmed. But I think it's cool that you can you can put macros on the uh, on the hopper like that instead of having to like hold a shoulder button and it's like a whole different thing. You know, it's just like yeah. boom right there with everything else. Um, Yoshida said that he's always been a big like keyboard and mouse guy for MMOs. Um, but uh, you know, since playing with this new uh, gamepad UI, he says uh, I'm not sure anymore. Like, this is this 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 plays pretty good. So that kind of makes me excited to try it. I've been a big controller guy with uh, with 11, um, and gamepad with with 1.0 was not good. It worked, but it wasn't. It wasn't terrible. Amazing. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't amazing though. Uh, I used so it. I've I've kind of converted over to like mouse and keyboard now, and so it's like. I, they're trying to like pull me back. It's like ah, I don't know. So uh, I just find it more convenient for movement. I'll probably mm-hmm. sit there with like a hand on the gamepad to run around and use the keyboard <laughs> for. You just like, like, like auto run as you're like, all right, I got to set you over here. I need to talk to people. <laughs> uh, if, if you can have that flawless of all right, I'm playing with the game now. Now I want to go switch to the keyboard. If that can have that kind of easily toggle between the two, man, I think that's going to be a real good uh, situation. Yeah. Um. For those interested in the gamepad interface, that'll be available uh, with Beta Phase 2. So those of you that are in beta now or will be in beta in the future, you'll be able to try that out. Yay. Yay. You're going to try the heck out of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in trying <laughs> it. That'd be good. Um, after the presentation, we got a little bit of hands-on time. Again, we being me. Uh, with, uh, I'm assuming is the beta version for Realm Reborn. I'm assuming it's what everyone else is going to be playing. Um, there were a couple different accounts that uh, that were available to us. Um, so first, I went and checked out uh, the Gridani areas. I was hoping to uh, to try out some fates um, that didn't really work out. None none popped up while I was playing, unfortunately. Um, I was told though that. Um, when they do appear in the area, they'll show up as pink exclamation marks on the map. So if you're around looking for looking for fates, open up your map. And if you see any pink marks on your map, there's probably a giant guy over there waiting to be killed by a bunch of people. Um, I got on the character. Uh, none, of, none of the stuff was, was set up, so I went over to, to equip some abilities and stuff to, to fight or whatever. Um, Notice a couple of pets in my uh, my general tab there to equip actions and abilities. Uh, there was the cherry bomb, the wayward hatchling, and mammoth number zero zero one. These are pets. Mammoths, guys! Mammoths. Seen little puppets. You know, for a while now, it's like, oh, like, are we gonna have pets? Yeah, we are. Um, <laughs> and they just they just kind of follow you around. That's really all they do. You just call them up. They're like, hey, it's a good job. Good job fighting that water elemental there. I'm just gonna stand here. <laughs> nice, nice job. It was a good shield bash. Good job. That's all they do. They just, they good just, shield they just bash. follow you around. They don't do anything. But, but they're there. So there you go. Um, I like you things. I'm just going to stand here and step in my own poo. Uh, what? A pet, a pet just saying. poo stake. We don't want to lead people to believe that the wayward hatchling poos. And even if it did, it's wearing an eggshell diaper, so it would be collected. Um, <laughs> gotta change, gotta change its eggshell. Do you have any idea how hard it is to change an eggshell? To find another one? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not easy. Um, open up the map. I was checking out some of the zones. Um, there was the teaser images we had for the new level thirty-five raid for the beta. That is called mm-hmm. Hawk Manor. Ooh. Yeah, it looks snazzy. It looks really I went snazzy. over. I went over and checked it out. It's kind of kind of creepy. 
it's got like this, this, it's got like this courtyard there's a bunch of armin floating around and there's like gargoyle statues on it of actual like like they're like gargoyles it's like somebody went like and you know went checked out Darkhold and went to patrol and said i'm gonna petrify you i'm gonna put you up on my balcony in my manor nice a couple of those yeah that's cool um went uh one of the near one of the aetherites uh, i noticed a chocobo porter npc um so i'm like oh i'll run a chocobo okay actually had my chocobo whistle on me i hadn't realized that at the time so i'm like i'll get on a chocobo and, and walk around maybe some fates will pop up they never did um but a chocobo porter npc is different than it's not just a simple chocobo rental npc uh, what a chocobo porter will do is based on areas that you've already visited to it'll give you a list of locations that you can go to so if you're in the so it's like know, a flight path y- yes there you go there's some terminology for you Mm-hmm. So if you're that's out good, of camp, that's gonna be nice and convenient. If you're out of camp, tranquil. And you're like, I want to go to Gridania. Talk to the porter. You say, I want to go to Gridania. You'll hop on the chocobo. It'll make automatically, a yeah, it'll automatically take you to Gridania without aggro. And if you want to get off at some time, you're either you know, if like maybe you see an NM or you're like, you know, I just don't want to be on this thing anymore. It smells and whatever. You can hop off. So, I really like that feature. Like most flight paths don't give you that. Yeah, option once you're to on, jump it's like, off. yeah. Please do not put any hands or legs outside the vehicle. <laughs> um, so there's that. Um, there's actually um, in the video, not the video, in the uh, the developer's blog post for when they were filming that controller video, they did kind of like a little tease post, like, "Hey, we're we're filming a video," uh, and they actually showed uh, a close-up screenshot, and everyone's like, "Oh, there's like the." The controller UI is in there, and there's like the the little like the wayward chocobo, like the chocobo pet. They're also standing next to a chocobo porter, so that's what they look like. The weird people with like the the chocobo like aprons and the mask. Those are the the porters. So now you know what they look like. Um, yeah, right. Um, so by that point, I was kind of getting sad that I didn't see any fates. So I'm like, I'll teleport around to a couple of their areas, see if any are up in there. Uh, so Anima, right? Remember Anima? Everybody loved Anima before Hamlet. <laughs> oh, it was so delicious. Stuff came out. Everyone's like, I kind of want to go teleport over to this place, but I only have 10 Anima, and I might need it for something else. Probably not, but I don't want to have to walk anywhere, and it's just like, it's a huge mess. Well, Anima's gone. Yes! Yeah. No! Oh, so sad about this. Um, you use <laughs> Gil now to teleport. My money! I love that. Why are you so my money. They already cut my money way, way down. Now they're gonna make me use it to pay to teleport places. Oh, I'm so excited about this. Much. It can't be that much. No, yeah, I don't think it's don't gonna think, be yeah. like. A it'll ridiculous. be. It'll be, be reasonable. Um, I don't know. I'm just a penny pincher. I don't know if me, there's group teleporting. Too. I was I was doing this by myself here, so I don't know. Um, yeah, I think uh, if there's group teleporting, that will still be valuable, and then you could easily e- easily still sell uh, teleports to people. <laughs> yeah, I mean if, it, it'll uh, be it'll be easy to get around. Uh, there's yeah, no question of that. The thing that I, I like about this announcement is that I mean I remember having a strategy to to my anima in one point It was that if it's like you know down uh, below seventy, there was like a, a scale, a litmus test, if you will, if I was going to teleport at all. Because I was <laughs> like, all right, if it's a, if I'm meeting a friend and we don't have a lot of time and I'm below seventy, okay. But if we do have time, I'm running there. You know, I was so budgeted on my anima. This is gonna be great because. You know, I, essentially with leaves and all the other stuff, there should be plenty of ways that we, people are making Gil. I, I think uh, they'll, uh, the the balance of it will be fine. And for those who've played Guild Wars 2, that's what I envision. It's like, okay, uh, you know, 100 Gil to teleport to this Aetherite. Done. <laughs> right. Yeah, I can't I can't remember what the values were. It was just like, oh, okay, no anima, Gil. Done. You know, I'm not going to, you know, there's so much I wanted to see. I'm not going to be like, all right, so if I want to teleport to Camp Tranquil, it's going to cost me, <laughs> you know. So uh, I got the details without getting the details, right? Um, so by this point, I was getting bored and decided to Don't go say in. that. Well, I was getting bored of walking around the shroud okay. and then not running into fates. It's like, yeah, guys, we're bored. Oh, it's so boring. You're not going to want to play this. <laughs> no, it's complete opposite of that. Um, so I went and I checked out Linosia. 
You guys remember that? It's that island. There's like a some My kind favorite. of city mm-hmm. out that way. I think it's called Limsa. Yeah. Um, they have like pirates, right? Yeah, pirates and with water. axes, right? That's weird. Pretty water. I always thought that was weird. Why are the pirates the guys with the great axes? Shouldn't they have like swords and like hooks? Mm-hmm. They're trying to be original. And axes. I, yeah, I, they did it. Good job for them. Um, <laughs> so I checked out, and it's funny because they actually just got some of these areas ready to walk around in um, for like right in time for the media tour. Um, so there were only a couple quests here and there. Like there weren't even like map names up and stuff. If I had to take a guess, I was in Eastern Lenosia. Uh, the map I was on had Cedarwood, Morby Bay, and Red Rooster Stead. Um, or actually, Morby, okay. not Morby Bay, rather. Uh, Morby. Morby Dry Docks now. Dry Docks. Dry it's not Morby Bay anymore. Yeah. It's the Dry Docks, uh, which we've actually seen the concept of. We just didn't know what it was. Uh, so that's kind of cool. It's like, hey, this is that one place that we saw like when they released all that concept art. Nice. Um... Wimso wasn't quite done yet. Uh, during the presentation, though, um, the Aetherite had been moved. So instead of that little kind of Aetherite uh, plaza there in, in Limsa now, the uh, the Aetherite is down on the lower docks there between the Mizzenmast and Hawker's Alley, where that fountain Octant. was. Octant. All right. So that's where it is. Um, that's all the info we have on Limsa at this time, unfortunately. Um, but uh, Lenosi is looking really cool. Um, that area with all the windmills that we've been seeing in the trailers and stuff, as mm-hmm. the choke was run by, that is Red Rooster's Dead. It's a little fun fact for you. Um, it's grown from a tiny camp to a beautiful windmill landscape. A bunch of windmills, yeah, um, which are plagued with Mendragora. There's a bunch of Final Fantasy XI Mandy's <laughs> running around over there. So, uh, yeah, I was like, I'm like, oh, Mandy's, I know what those are. <laughs> all the other, all the other yes. excited, like. We're all like, oh my gosh, Mandy's, all the other stuff's not important. And, it, and it's funny, because <laughs> Mandy's, that's, that's, that's yes. what there to talk about, right? All these other big <laughs> sites are going over there, they're like, alright, this this looks cool. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh dude, there's Mandy's over by Red Roots or Stead, and the dude's like, I don't know half of what you just said. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> there are what? perks to being focused on certain games for a website. Um, <laughs> that's, yeah. Tell you, man, we got all the all the little stuff, all the all the little nitty gritty details right here at Gamer. I'm really excited to go see them. I want <gasps> Mandragora pet. <laughs> I, maybe I don't know. I have gotta to... have it. No, they give well, us a Gobu. They'll give us a Mandy. Mike, you ain't gonna ride a Mandy. That'd be weird. <laughs> oh, you're gonna Not for ride riding. a Mandy. You imagine no, you, a Brogan you ride around on, on the Gobu and you have like a stream no. of Mandragora following okay. you. It'd be so cute. Remember that? Remember the. The just, old uh, Eleven trailer where like there was like the go- the the Gubu like eating the Mandy's. He just like oh, no. like down the hatch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> be cool to give it's a little funny. like Tonberry, you know, pet, and you know, it's like they could. The thing about the the, the pet concept that they that they're bringing in, it's like they can really build off I of think, that with so many classic they, things that it's they've like, like the, vaguely the, hinted that at Tonberries. I think it was like one of the first dev posts. Like there's like a there's like a here's a Tonberry plush. Does this mean that they're going to be in the game? Baby behemoth, right. uh, man, it's like what else? Uh, you know, I, hell, let's just definitive Tonberry right. proof. I think is what it said. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, the water, Thanks. and I can't stress this enough. The water looks so good; it really does. But drink it. <laughs> I would, I would, I would drink that entire ocean. Water. It just looks, it looks delicious. Um, <laughs> I'd probably vomit from all the salt. Um, <laughs> I mean, realistically, right? Like, you're not going to go out and just be like, "Give me a straw." I'm just going to jump in and. Uh, but it's um, We don't need. Re- we don't need real. Yeah, right. So I'll get a fantasy straw. I'll get like the craziest, like bendy straw, like swirly <laughs> thing you've ever seen, and it'll be great. Mandragora shaped. <laughs> you're like Manny's on the brain now. It's right stuck. Mentioned. It won't go away. Oh, oh man, whatever. I, I can't remember when uh, when Lenosia and and Tantalon are getting in beta. I want to say it's like phase three. Michelle's gonna spend yeah. that whole time just like going out and be like, I'm just gonna go and, and look at Mandy's. She's <laughs> gonna, gonna sit. Just sit, just sit gonna in the field. Sit there, lock on, ah, and be like Mandy. It's a Mandy. <laughs> and I'm gonna come by and kill them all. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm so not telling that, you what server I'm going to. Right, I'll find you. <laughs> um, so after that, I uh, went over and checked out Old Da. Um, Holda, it's, I want to say it's, it's probably the only city state that hasn't really changed in its layout. Um, you know, with, with Gridani and Limsa, they've, uh, you know, moved the Aetherites and stuff in Holda. Aetherite is still in the plaza right there. Um, 
and it, it doesn't look like a whole lot has changed. Um, there are some minor changes, um, notably the texture on the uh, on the city walls. Now it's a lot darker, um, and it to me, I thought it really changed. Like the char from all of the fire. There you go. <laughs> they had to they had to rebuild the entire city, and those are the only colored rocks they could find. Sultana's Char- like I wanted rock. those slightly brighter rocks, but all right, you know that's what the Sultana <laughs> sounds like. Um, but it looks really cool. The music kind of reminded me of, of kind of had like a like a Final Fantasy twelve vibe. Um, so that was cool. Um, there are zones now in old uh, kind of chops like horizontally or horizontally diagonally. That's it's like horizontally, but tilted <laughs> Not- a little bit. <laughs> um, so there's that. I went out to uh, to Thanalon and uh, was just kind of walking around a bit. Found uh, a Silda excavation site. Um, for you lore buffs out there, you might recognize that as the uh, the kind of lost city out uh, in the desert there. I think uh, Eric, the uh, the monk quest guy, talks about it a few times. That's um, gonna be cool. I'm excited. You know, it, it's Ruins. like as a lore person, or even if you're not a lore person, but you're maybe. It's like like story like a story buff which is kind of like lore light right <laughs> like <laughs> I'm not like going crazy into it but I do enjoy finding out little bits and pieces here I'm not gonna like dive in and be like all right so in the year blah 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 this happened and no um, but it looks cool I think um, back when the, the the new Final Fantasy 14 site launched there was that page for old dot with that concept art that everyone's like well this is an old dot right it's like a bunch of ruins and stuff I think that's probably related to Sildi. I don't know if it's going to be... It might be like a new raid or something, or just a new kind of area to walk around in. I'm not sure. Um, cool. So, yeah, very excited for that. Um, then I came across Blackbrush Station, which, yeah, station, that means railroad tracks. Woohoo! Remember back at E3, uh, we got a little peek at Thanalon, and I pointed out... You were like, what's A that? railroad track, yeah, and I was like, oh, man, there's like a railroad track, right? Is that what that is, Yoshini? He was like, yeah, it, maybe. <laughs> and uh <laughs> so yeah it is what you wanted to it be it's definitely <laughs> definitely a track of sorts there's a station for it um and so as soon as i found that i was running around i'm like okay i need to talk to all these npcs and see what's going on you know like what is this thing uh and it sounds like it's just used to move ore out of the mines so maybe maybe i was making kind of a big deal out of it all right but it's Nobody just else. Another was, one of those cute little. Details. No one else. No one else noticed the, the the train track at E3. No one else was coming out like, dude. There's a railroad track. Like, yeah, buddy. Nobody else was saying that. You were one of those kids that really liked steam engines, weren't you? You know what? My brother was really big on trains. I was never really <laughs> into them. I was like the I was like the the cartoon like phase kid, right? Like I went from like Ninja Turtles to Batman to like Ghostbusters. I was that kid. All right. Mm. <laughs> My brother was all the expensive stuff. He went from like trains to like flight simulator equipment for his computer to music and anyway. Um, so after that, um, I jumped into a raid with some uh, some of the community team, uh, Bethany and Foxclan, which is funny because those like I think they're the only two that have like their own fan threads. I got to meet them. All you people out there, if you want to be jealous, I I met Foxclan and I shook his hand. Nice. I did watch. Good I for you, did wash my hand after so San Francisco is a very dirty city. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll spare you the details. Wow. Let's just say, as Bethany said, uh, there's a lot of dog poop on the sidewalks and not a lot of dogs. Um, oh. city sh- what city should we <laughs> oh, Anyway. No. What city should we hate <laughs> on next Getting podcast? As far away from that as possible. Um, did a little bit of Total Rock. Uh, which the uh, layout is really similar. The objectives are still similar. Uh, you're going around collecting photo cells for the uh, little like Magitech lamp kind of things to take the gates down. Um, kind of looks like the the interior decorator from Crawler's Nest and Eleven showed up. There's a lot of spider webs and stuff. Um, <laughs> a lot of green goo like on the ground. So if you run on it, you strange hanging sacks. Down. There are sacks. No, <laughs> there are sacks. I don't. I don't think they're hanging. They're more just kind of like around, like on the walls and stuff. Remember the like strange hanging beating sacks? I do. <laughs> and I used to call them something else that I'll try yeah. to. I already, yeah. I already made a, a <laughs> poop reference. I'll try and be more mature. Um, more but, poop uh, jokes. Yeah, that's just what we need. Um, during this, um, Bayon came up, or Matt. It's so weird because like everybody knows them by their forum names. I know them by their real names. 
which are also on their like sigs in the forms. It's, it's weird. It's like, what do I refer to them as? Community Rep A came up and said, um, there's a new bar now um, when you're in parties at the top. Um, back in 1.0, you used to get a party buff, depending on if you were in a light party or a full party, which is, you know, it was like accuracy and some other stuff, like plus five or 10%. In 2.0, it's a, it's a straight stat buff. So for example, this is an example. I don't have all the details for this system yet. Um, if you have like a Lancer or a Dragoon in your party, maybe it'll give a dex bonus to the party. Um, and it won't stack. So like if you have two Dragoons, you don't get like a double dex bonus. Like you just have one, you get the dex bonus and that's it. Um, that that's reminds all the... me kind of um, how Corsair rolls work. <laughs> like when you roll and you have the person in your party. They're, like, they're you. like, we can just, we could add Corsair or we could just add a party diversity buff system. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just add a party diversity buff system. And they already have a buffing Corsair never made range sense. person. You use dice to learn rolls with cards. It doesn't really make any sense. That's not true. <laughs> that is true. You use... No, the cards are only for shooting. No, no, no. You used dice, which, which made you learn rolls. The roll animation... Was cards. You're right. Cards. You're right. You're right. <laughs> it's like when you buy a. Uh, or it could be. Uh, it could be the sides of the deck. It's like when you go to buy a, a Mog Bonanza marble. They ask you to buy a ticket. It's not a ticket. It's a marble. <laughs> like what is going on? <laughs> hey, back to back right. to the game. Well, the the, the right game anyway. <laughs> let's talk to. Let's talk about the right game. So we, did, uh, we ended up beating Todorak. Uh, there was a, a light boss at the end. You know uh, what else was in in Todorak, which was kind of weird, is as we were running, there were. Um, what were they called? They were called like fleshy pods, which is more what? more sacks. <laughs> what? But they um, <laughs> they could draw you in, and then they would like blow up. Oh, so was, I was on Archer, so it was really helpful. Like before we'd kind of go, I'd shoot the pods from a distance, and then they'd blow up. So I was in. So it's like a like like. What? Like from Zelda. Oh, I'm trying to remember. Whoa. Like the like sea cucumber thingies. They would eat you and steal your crap. Mm. Oh, oh, I remember those guys. Think, think of it as um, think of your shield. And it's whatnot. more of just like a, it's like a mine with draw in on occasion. It's really okay. It is. Um, so it sucks you up and just explodes. Yeah, you. and it sucked because a lot of times you'd like run around the corner and there'd be alone like right there. It's like man, it's like they place these so you can't see them or something. <laughs> but uh, they weren't too bad. Um, I don't want you to run through these dungeons this time. Right. Well, there's no time bonus now, so you can take. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like guys, speed runs, five chest speed runs. Okay, right. well, that's great. That's great. We did it once. I hate <laughs> making that a mandatory thing. Right. Uh, it took us like two time, two attempts to get the boss down, uh, which isn't too bad for the first time playing it. Um, and I think there was only like four of us, so that wasn't wasn't too bad. Um, there was a uh, a teleporter right at the beginning that took you uh, like back to like right outside the boss chamber. So for Todorok, that's nice because you used to have to just rerun the whole thing. Um, and now it's just or like you oh. could return. Well, is there you, you would is there still a timer? You would return, but it would take you to the entrance, right? But now at the entrance, there's a teleporter that'll take you back to right outside the boss chamber, so you don't have to run through the whole dungeon again. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. They, yeah. I mean, they had that stuff in the other dungeons too. Like it would, but it would only waypoint. You know, is there so, a, is there still a timer yeah. on the dungeons? I think there was. Hmm. I think oh. I, I can't I can't remember for sure, so don't don't quote me on this. But <laughs> I think there is probably still like a like a thirty minute time limit or whatever it is. But the the time you complete it in doesn't have an effect on rewards anymore. Okay, they've said that before that there's no more time chests. So that's nice because those were hard. <laughs> That'll take us into the Gamerscape exclusive interview with Naoki Yoshida. Yay! This is. He's a fun guy to talk to. So being a long-time Final Fantasy XI player, um, uh, you know, obviously having concerns about how the PS3 uh, client is going to limit the PC stuff. Um, so I asked him, you know, um, because of that, have you done anything to make it so that um, the PS3 version won't hinder any other clients? Um, and he says that the biggest problem that they had with Eleven was memory, um, and also hard drive space. But with the PS3, you can upgrade your hard drive really easily. So that's not a big problem. Um, mm-hmm. The fundamental difference between 11 and 14 is that 11 was actually based on the PlayStation 2. They started on the PS2, and then they took that on Windows. Uh, with 14, they're making the game on Windows and then bringing that to PS3. 
So their foundation is on Windows, which makes it easier to to manage than oh yeah the other and way. And then it's like, and then as it goes in with expansions, they can uh, they can grow it, and then you yep. can easily see that that they can expand onto yes. like possibly a PS4, maybe the next Xbox. Right, and, but, and yeah. that brings us right into the next question. Um, is during the presentation he had talked about uh, making the graphics in the game consistent with current gen or next gen or you know whatever's around you know in five years next gen stuff like they want the look of final fantasy 14 to um be up to date um so i asked him about that um you know talking about are they looking at the game on ps4 um or are you just gonna you know upgrade pc graphics as the game goes on uh and of course you can't talk about ps4 this was last week it hadn't been announced yet um but they said, you know, we're focusing on the PlayStation 3 version. We're going to get a lot of, we've get, gotten a lot of support from Sony, um, you know, in order to, to kind of push the hardware as much as we can. Um, and because they have the PC version as the foundation, it's really easy to upgrade the graphics. Um, and so because of that, it shouldn't be a problem to bring higher quality uh, versions to the console because they can take, you know, they can upgrade PC and then bring that over to, you know, PS4 or, you know, the new Xbox or whatever. Um Whenever there are other consoles that come out, you know, we'll do our best. We want to get this game out to as many people as possible. So please use your imagination uh, of how we might go about it, which is kind of like, well, yeah, we'll, we'll look into it. I mean, why wouldn't we look into other consoles? We want money. Yeah. You know, I mean, he, <laughs> he didn't say that, but, you know, he, he said it, right? Um, a while ago, um, I'd asked him that uh, there were some mentions of uh, mobile apps for the game and, uh, you know, what are those? When, when, when can we see them? He says they'll be available, uh, or they should be ready uh, at launch. Um, they uh, said that we'll, we should be able to see our own character status, um, free company members' character information. Um, so, like, you can go on, check out, you know, an equipment of somebody in your free company, and if you find out, like, wow, they have, like, really crappy gear, we need to, you know, figure out, you know, what dungeon we need to go and do, and you can schedule that and, and stuff like that. Oh, that's so nice. all that'll be available. You can do that kind of stuff with the app. Uh, it's almost kind of like like a lodestone app. Um, all the in-game databases will be in the thing. So, you know, if you're like out of a service area, if you don't have a connection, if you still have the app, all the information is in the app. So you can still open it up and say, okay, I want an item. You know, what quest do I have to do, or you know, how do I get this out? All that stuff is built into the app. You don't need to connect to you know the server or anything like that. It load a page for it. It's just right in there. So that's nice. Man, that could be that could end up being a real big convenience factor for yeah. uh, a lot of people. I mean, I, I would only begin to speculate, so I'm not. But I was like, man, you're just mentioning all that stuff. I'm sitting here like, oh, it, they could do that, and they did this. I mean, that would be that would be so kick ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's very cool. I'd love to just be sitting at work and like just like tooling around on my cell phone, going, oh, I'm gonna do this quest. What do I need? I need the lance of awesome. Where do Let's I get do the lance it. of awesome? Yeah. Well, well, imagine imagine <laughs> if you could schedule like your free company events with all of your team and have it pop up on a reminder on your phone, like, "Hey, by the way, don't forget Saturday we're going to go run this dungeon." You know, and it's oh. and it's funny because um, you know we ran into this with with eleven with the Link Shell Community Beta, and then even with the Lodestone, even though that was out like right away, is that people want to manage their own Link Shell sites, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but what if it's tied into the app like this? You know, that kind of convenience might, might be kind of being like, you know, like, I know you guys want to go over and, and use, like, Engine or something, but, you know, Engine don't have this cool smoke, like, mobile app like we do, you Is know. Your link shell message from your phone. Right. Something like that. So yeah. it has it all integrated into the game, so it's like you could sit here and you know change yeah, yeah. the schedule. I'm just I'm estimating, but it's Assuming, like yeah, yeah. It's like oh, and then I made I moved this event. You know, I, we got a call. Everybody said so. I moved it, and then we had that event in in 14, and it's in the game. It's on your phone. Man, that would be that would be so. It's, you know, talking about PlayStation 4s fully integrated and across all devices. Blah 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 blah. You know, that's just like, taking that concept to the next step. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, I asked him uh, about stuff that we haven't really heard anything about. Uh, PvP Coliseum, Bahamut's Labyrinth, and the Crystal Tower. You got so, it out right. It's, it's pretty, yeah, I know. I kept, I kept saying Behemoth Labyrinth earlier, really but weird. Um, but I'm like, so so what's going on with this stuff? Like, are we, are we going to see them in beta? Or, you know, when can we see any information on these? Um, Coliseum's going to be in the beta. That's something that they want to test out. Crystal Tower and Bahamut's Labyrinth are important endgame dungeons. 
So they don't have any plans right now to bring them into beta because they don't want people beating it before they release the game, <laughs> which I think is understandable. That would be bad, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he says that, uh, but please be prepared because they're going to be very challenging. There you go. How long do you think it's going to take Blue Gator to knock it out? Yeah. Did you say Blue Gator? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. My link shows on it. We got this. Um, you got this. Nice. Got it. Uh, my, my end game, not to brag, but my the shell that I ended up hooking up with before uh, actually did a lot of like server first and stuff. So. Oh, good. We're, we're already... See, I was never on any server first stuff, and we we got some stuff knocked out. I wasn't. A, shell, I wasn't but... a part of those. I was just. just but I was like, all right, they 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 released it, and I remember all the. The, the bet the bets to how long it's going to take for yeah. them since somebody best it and that was always fun <laughs> <laughs> um he also said that um they're going to introduce artwork and videos for uh that end game content so we will be able to you know get a look at you know like crystal tower and stuff like that before it uh the game launches so that'll be nice i really want to see that stuff um back at e3 this is this is almost like a like an embarrassing question after I asked it and got the answer. <laughs> Asking about the railroad track in Phanalon, I was like, "So uh, you're gonna use like you know they're gonna be like Doom Train or Phantom Train or anything like that?" Uh, he's like, "That uh, that element hasn't been implemented in the game, but uh, maybe in the future. So please look forward to it." That's kind of like a yeah, like you're crazy. Fusion it's just X. a railroad track. It's Calm just down, it's bud. just a track for my like for minerals, bro. Like you just need to chill. <laughs> so, uh, so there you go. That's that's like the end of like all my excitement for anything resembling a railroad track. Now, you need to put that in all of your uh, avatars and stuff from now on. Railroad track, just a little railroad track like across the bottom <laughs> that leads to like a dead end. It just like yes. kind of disappears, <laughs> fades out. Um, train track to nowhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's basically what it was. Um, in Japan for the uh, 25th anniversary event last year, they had a giant box set of all the Final Fantasy games. Um, and because 14, uh, Realm Reborn, rather, wasn't out yet, uh, instead of a disc for a Realm Reborn, they had a code for a Mogu Mogu earring, which is a little Moogle earring. Um, and being the crazy, crazy collector person I am in game and out of game, I want one. So I asked <laughs> about it. I'm like, are we going to get this? What's up with this? Um, he says, because it was a very special item for that very specific box, we don't want to just give it out, you know, give it away, because then everybody in Japan that bought it is going to be upset, which is understandable, because those boxes were, were not cheap. Um, they're taking careful steps towards uh, if and how the, they'll uh, give out the codes for these earrings. That being said, uh, the item attributes aren't really that great. But really, you know, it's, it's like, hey, look at this cool earring I have. It's not like this earring has like plus 20 strength, you guys. We need to buy that box set because 20 strength earring, holy crap. You know, it's they're cosmetic items. You know, all this stuff usually is. Um, and they, then they said nothing has been confirmed, uh, but we are aware that the box is extremely popular worldwide. So there's a possibility that we may sell outside of Japan, but nothing has been confirmed yet. Which I think is awesome news as, you know, not just a, a Final Fantasy fourteen fan, but a fan of the series in general, that they're considering bringing this box over. I think that's really cool as a, as a collector. Mm-hmm. So, look forward to that. Um, next question I asked him was, um, coming off of the first beta for Final Fantasy fourteen, not, not a Realm Reborn 1.0 I'm talking about here, um, a lot of people were thinking in the beta, like, you know, there's only a couple, you know, it was all the areas we had at launch, right? It's like there's you know like this is good, but there's 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 got to be more like at launch, right? Like this isn't everything. Um, and then the game came out, and a lot of people were like, "Wow, it was everything." <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. not wow. There's like six areas, great. Um, so I asked him if he could kind of give us an idea of how much content is going to be um, in the game during the beta stages uh, versus uh, launch, um, and to kind of make it a little simpler, we went by number of uh, dungeons. Um, so he says. Uh, there should be around 40 to 50% of the dungeons will be in Phase 4. Um, and in Phase 3, we'll be bringing a lot of content out as well. So look at it as uh, the content will be doubled with Phase 4. Okay. So you go from Phase 3 to 4, content's doubled. And then 4 to launch, it's doubled again. So that's a lot of dungeons. That's good. It's a lot of content. Yeah, that'll be nice. Um, with A Realm Reborn, we have Arcanus coming up in Summoner. Um what are the other jobs that you would like to see added? Um, and will they be added in patches or expansions? Um, they're planning a new race. 
for an expansion pack, we know this already. There's that Debbie Human race they've kind of talked about here and there. Um, for classes and jobs, we're going to introduce them through patches uh, instead of expansions because they want to get those out quicker because all the Legacy players already have everything leveled to 50. And it's like, calm down. And it's like, because of you guys, we got to get this stuff out. Um, so the, Sorry, go. Yeah, right? <laughs> Not bad for doing the only thing there was to do. Um Level. So when they introduce new classes and jobs, they're uh, also going to look at uh, a level cap increase. Um, about what I want to introduce, it's more like what I think I have to introduce. Um, something related to guns, because that guild is already in the game. Something related to that, I think, um, is something I'd have to introduce. Also, I feel like scouting classes are lacking, so he wants to bring in something like Thief or Ninja. Um, you know, some kind of like stealth classes. Uh, and more casters. Uh, he mentioned Blue Mage and Red Mage. Uh, he says, whatever the players want, I want to see too. Which means he's like totally all for pleasing the the players, which is nice to see. Let's um, drop in some time mage. Let's drop in some time mage. <laughs> oh man, we're get, talking let's about get some onion night going on. What? Man. <laughs> <laughs> onion night is like the worst job ever, and it only, oh, I know. only has good stats at like level ninety nine, which is funny because that cap won't be introduced <laughs> for like ten years. Um, <laughs> Uh, ask him about fates. Uh, try to get a little bit more information about that. How many are in each area? Um, how do their appearances work? Are they on a schedule? Uh, and is it uh, the difficulty gauged to like the area they're in? And what kind of rewards can we see from fate? Uh, in one zone, there's going to be about ten to thirteen. The difficulty will be suitable to each area, um, so you're not going to see like you know level fifty fates in like East Stroud. You know <laughs> that would be kind of <laughs> suck. Um, well. I think I think they said Odin was going to be in the Shroud, right? So that would be a higher... Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, some of the fates, when they start, um, there's an NPC that'll appear, and then you have to talk to the NPC, so that'll be, like, the trigger for the mob. Um, some will just kind of appear when their time is up. Um, for some of them, the appearance is going to be based on how many people are in the area. So if you have a bunch of people in the area, you know, this particular fate will is more likely to occur. That might have affected why you didn't get to see any. I'm wondering, yeah. <laughs> like, there's like one dude over here. I could come out, but I'm just gonna stay here because it's not even worth it. It could, and that could very well be the case. Um, which, which would almost stink, right? Because it's like, what if like everybody wants to see this one fate, but there's like not enough people in the area? Shouting, shouting, and older. Shout! Can you guys just come <laughs> idle out in the shroud? I wanna, I wanna kill this fate. <laughs> I was going to get a screenshot for the wiki. I just, I just need you guys out here. You don't need to do anything. Um, God, I feel like that's something I'm actually going to have to do. I won't. <laughs> sad is that? Hopefully, there should be like a million people out there. Though, so there were sure. people shouting for bests and stuff towards the end. Yeah, there's also a content finder. Maybe there's a a a, a section of that to idle great. idle an area for a specific fate. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to recommend that if it's not. Um, or was I? Uh, if you wipe to a fate, if you go out there and your group just like gets owned, um, then the chance of that fate reappearing uh, is increased. So it'll probably pop up pretty soon after. So you'll have a chance to go back and, and attempt to kick its butt. Uh, main rewards for fates are going to be XP and Gil. Uh, they want to reduce the possibility of people like trying to kill each other over uh, who gets the gear from from fates. Um, however, uh, for end fates, yes, there are end fates. Um, these are going to be Behemoth and Odin right now are the ones that they confirmed. Those will have some items attached to them. Which is interesting. It's not just like an NM that appears and you got to go get it, kind of like you know primals or something. It's just like you all go out, you kill it, and maybe you get something. I wonder how they'll do and uh, distribute that reward because the fate obviously is more than just one yeah. group. And you know that, that is a question I, I uh, Maybe that'll drop up, a so chest like in Guild Wars. Yeah, well, that is something I emailed him about after, after you know, because you only get so much time out there, and then I was going through my write-ups, I'm like, I need to ask that. So I did, and we'll get it at some point, and you'll, cool. we'll know at some, you know, it'll be a little teeny post of, this is all the little stuff I got back. Um, <laughs> it's still information. Information is good. Turn off your Xbox. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize it was on. I just heard it. I just heard the boop. No, yeah, I, I turned and I was like, oh, the Xbox is still on. Um, where were we? Da, 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 da. Um, right now in, uh, in, in beta, I guess, um, 
for some uh, quests, you have to turn in items to the NPC. Um, right now, you kind of have to click and drag it from your inventory over to this box for the NPC to like transfer it. Uh, and I asked, why? Um, and Yoshida goes, that's something I did on purpose, because uh, if it was done automatically, you just kind of keep clicking without doing anything. Which is, you know, I think that's true, right? You're just like, whatever, I just want to turn this in and get my hat or potion or whatever. Um, uh, but especially because 14 is going to be the first MMO for the console gamers um, this generation, we want to make sure that we have that extra step to complete the quest. Maybe in the future we'll remove it, you know, if, if everyone's kind of bugged by it. Um, but uh, he knows there's been some feedback about it already, but he wants to start with the style for now because um, he's worried that console players, if they're not necessarily familiar with MMOs, they might, you know, if it's automatically, they'll go like, I had this item, but like it disappeared. Like what happened to it? You know, when well, you turned it in for the quest. But because, you know, they're not familiar with MMOs, they're not used to that kind of system and stuff. So they want to make sure that they get used to it. And then maybe in the future, they'll change it or something. Uh, and the last question here is uh, I asked about pre-rendered cutscenes because I think part of me was just like, like they're doing like really like pre-rendered cutscenes. Like, OK, if you say so, guys, I'm like, so. Dude, that's going to be awesome. Uh, so you know, I'm like, I'm like we've so seen videos awesome. like End of an Era. So, like, are, are, were you talking about that? Are you talking about new cutscenes in the game that we haven't seen before? And he says, yes, there will be some cutscenes that you've never seen before. Uh, but also, even if you've seen it before, um, it may be used in a different way. So it could be interesting to players that know the previous cutscenes, um, especially around storyline. Uh, they want to make sure that uh, old and new players can get excited about the game. So new cutscenes re-rendered in-game for Final Fantasy XIV and Realm Reborn. Beautifulness. Yes. That's a good word. I don't, I don't even think that technically is a word, but no. that's a good word to put there. Beautifulness. Beautifulness. Yeah, so that should be cool. Um, and that is it. So that's what we got. Beta starts February 25th. We have the uh, next letter from the producer live February 22nd at uh, 3 a.m. Pacific. You know. You know what I wish you would have asked him? What? How he feels about all of the people whining about legacy status. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> For those that are whining about legacy status, I did actually put up a post last night because I am so sick of reading these threads. <laughs> uh, and actually, a lot of people are like, yeah, like you get them, Fusion. So that was kind of cool to see. I was <laughs> happy that I didn't get some dude and they're like, you suck, legacy sucks, I hate life, and none of those. <laughs> that was nice. I, I thought that's all I would get for comments. So that's, that's nice to see. But uh, that's up there, so uh, you can check that out if you so wish. I mentioned mm. Gooboo's in it, which is always cool. And it yeah. has, has a whole, like, Doctor Strange love theme to the title of it. Which is, <laughs> I don't know why, it just kind of came to me. <laughs> Legacy campaign or how I learn to stop worrying and, and love the Gooboo. I don't, I don't know why. I don't know why. It's been a long week. I'm tired. That just popped into my head, and I went with it. So there, <laughs> that's all the reason you need. <laughs> Um, so that is it, unless you guys have anything you want to throw in here real quick. No, I did. Nope. Legacy Winers. No, no. <laughs> Legacy Winners no, suck. Nothing okay, here. good to know. Um, you can email <laughs> us at uh, radio at gamerscape.com. You can tweet us at radio. Um, if you guys have, I might do, do some questions. If you guys have questions about what I saw out there. Um, maybe on the next episode or in a post or something. I haven't figured out exactly what I'm going to do, um, but I would like to give you guys the uh, chance to try and get some more information out. I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there. Maybe I missed something and you'll be like, hey, what about this thing? I'll be like, oh yeah, let me tell you. Um, so we'll see. If you do have questions, send those uh, over to uh, radiogamerskip.com. Uh, and if I do decide to do something a little bigger, I'll have it up on the uh, site or forums or something. You guys will see it. So thank you for tuning in. Thanks to uh, Stig Bryn and Zanija for joining me. Hope you guys enjoyed all the info out of the uh, the media tour this year, and uh, hope you guys enjoyed beta. Bye.